Texas is a land of stories. This is one of them. Every Christmas, my mom would bake eight pies, four apple and four pecan. Now, we wouldn't eat all those pies ourselves. Two would be given away to palace people, and two would be placed in the deep freeze for some emergency of the future. Pies and money were similar in my mom's mind. Save a fourth of everything in deep savings for some future deep need. When baking these pies, she had quite a memorable ritual she followed. First, she would prepare the dessert table in the dining room. She'd cover the corner table with her mother's crocheted tablecloth and light some red cinnamon-laced candles. She'd tell us every year, See this tablecloth? Took your grandmother a year to crochet it. She made the whole thing while watching Gunsmoke. Next, she'd put on some Christmas music on the old phonograph, usually Bing Crosby or Perry Como or Doris Day. Then she'd close off the kitchen and announce to any of us kids in there, I'm going to bake now. You're either a help or you're a hindrance. If you're going to help, help. If not, get on outside. I'd generally stay because there were rewards to be had in testing and tasting. I served as quality control. At the age of nine, just sitting in the warm kitchen amidst the aromas of bacon pies had no olfactory equal in childhood. My mom always cooked kind of dressed up. She wore a collared, mid-shin-length dress with a blue and white checked apron over it. Made her look to me like a butter-crust bread wrapper. She looked like Betty Crocker without the pearls and the low heels. She'd wear a comfortable pair of beige keds instead. Now, as I was partial to her apple pie, I'm going to tell you right quick how to make it like she did. And you should be honored because this is a treasured family recipe lovingly snipped from the pages of Good Housekeeping magazine in 1912 by my grandmother. First, you need to put some wassail on the stove to give the room the proper Christmas aroma for pie bacon. Next, you're going to need a formica table with a blue broken ice pattern and chrome trim. Cover that table with wax paper. Get your flour and rolling pin and make some pie crusts. Go about it vigorously so that there's flour floating in the air. Line your pie dishes with the crust, snip off the excess, push in the crimps around the edges, and pop them in the oven for 10 minutes at 350 degrees. Now, if you're like my mom, never one to waste time, while those are baking, you can grab a nine-year-old boy and rush out to the clothesline and bring in the laundry, fold it, and put it away before the pie crust is ready. Back to the pies. Cut and peel and core a bunch of Granny Smith apples. Cut into slices. Yell for your husband to turn the record over so you can hear Dreaming of a White Christmas, which is certainly a crazy thing to be dreaming about anywhere south of Boston. You're more likely to get a Christmas tan. Mix the apple, white and brown sugar, cinnamon, and nutmeg all together. Nutmeg is the secret ingredient. Smells magical all mingled with the wassail warmed up on the stove. Now pour this mix into the pie shells and add a crumb topping that has lots of butter and sugar and cinnamon. You're almost done with your Dutch apple pies. Put them in the oven for 40 minutes at 350 degrees, and they're done. Set them up there by the screen window to cool. Now you can get started on the pecan pies. But that's not my specialty, so you'll have to look it up yourself. I'm just waiting on the apple pies, because I'm an apple pie guy. As soon as they cool, I'm going to try a slice with some Bluebell homemade vanilla ice cream. Mm-mm. Life doesn't get much better, I'd say. May your holidays be equally blessed. I'm W.F. Strong. These are stories from Texas. Some of them are true. <laughs> ¶¶